0: Panther family, what is going on? It's Mac here, and I got another episode of the Iowa State podcast here with you. Um, tonight, I could not be more excited to have the guy on that I do, because not only is he the first baseball player I've ever interviewed on Iowa State, he is also a recently new member of the Panther family, and he's also having an incredible start to the season so far, putting up some big stats. We'll get into that a little later in the interview, but super excited to have the guy on that I do. It is Mr. Michael McGinnis. Um, Michael thank you so much again for giving me some time this evening my man I hope you've had a wonderful day so far we'll get we'll go ahead and get into it though Um, the first question you're getting is a question that everybody that comes on the show gets I am kind of intrigued to hear yours because you've had such a short stint here at Georgia State so far, Um, but what so far has been your favorite part of being a student athlete at Georgia State.
1: I don't know, you know, coming from a different school and being able to come here, I think one of the things that I noticed so quick, most quickly was, like, I just love being a part of the team that I'm on, and we have a great group of guys, and we're really tight-knit group, and I just love being able to get here and go to work with those guys every day. It's really special to have a group of guys that you're with day in, day out for as long as we are, and to be as close as I am with the guys that I have on my team, I love it each and every day. It gives me something to go to uh, just – it gives me something extra to go to battle with. Like I just love being able to go to war with them and being able to have them have my back. I love that. So it's a great part of being a student athlete here.
0: Hell yeah, man. That's good to hear. So, I mean, I got to ask, I mean, that had to be something that happened pretty quick for, for your end of it. I mean, you know, I don't know, maybe these are some guys you probably played against in high school and whatnot, but um, you know, that's, that's good to hear that it happened pretty quickly. So. Oh yeah, for sure. Cool. Cool, man. So, uh, Um, I, I, I guess I got to ask, I, for those of the, my listeners that don't know, Michael did start his collegiate career at Sanford, uh, little, basically in Birmingham, Alabama. Um, so what has been like the biggest difference of being at Georgia state compared to Sanford?
1: Um, well, definitely one difference for sure is just school type. Uh, went from a very small Christian school at Sanford to one of the bigger schools, Probably in the Southeast. I think definitely in the state. So, and then, you know, being in a tiny little campus to be in the city, that's big, but that's something that I knew that I was getting into. But then I think just another thing is just like my daily life going from playing two sports at Sanford to coming here and just playing one and just being able to have like a little bit more time to myself, I think, and being able to focus on things I love to do more. I think that's something that's been a big difference for me and something that I've got grown to love.
0: Okay. Hell yeah, man. I love it. I love it. Um, you kind of you kind of segued perfect into my second question for you with with bringing up the two sports. So you were a two sports star back in high school in Newton, Georgia, which for those of people that don't know is basically in the Atlanta metropolitan. Yeah, a little south of here. Um, playing both football and bas- uh, baseball, obviously, at a at a very high level. Um Did you ever end up putting more emphasis during your high school playing days? Did you ever end up putting a little more emphasis on one over the other? Or was it just something where you loved both sports? You were obviously talented in both. Or was it kind of like you felt like you were starting to have to make a decision in one of them?
1: Yeah, so oddly enough, with where I am right
0: now, I put more emphasis on football in high school.
1: Um, I've always loved each of them the same. Because I always tell people if I didn't love them the same, then I just would have picked one and played the one I love more but I think playing two sports and playing particularly baseball and then football and quarterback just like they translate very well. So it was always great for me, but I would say that at the end of my sophomore year, high school, and then the summer going into my junior year, that was probably my busiest recruiting time. And I had to choose between pursuing football recruiting and baseball recruiting and my football recruiting process had taken more, taken off more at the time. So I just kind of went with it and, uh, that summer I kind of devoted myself more to football than baseball. So I think from a football recruitment standpoint, I got recruited more, but I just kept playing baseball. I played some summer baseball. Uh, Georgia state offered me to play that summer as well to play baseball, but I definitely think that devoted more time to football, which is funny to say considering now I just play baseball. So it's pretty cool.
0: No, man, that's, that's, you know, how life works out sometimes, you know? absolutely. So so that's, that's great to hear. Um, You know, uh i i have had a couple buddies in the past that were in similar situations not at the same level as you but they kind of had to decide yeah. which one they wanted and you know um i think uh that's you know a tough decision to make at that young of an age you know because i mean right. it's kind of like what what i want to do for the rest of my life you know so it's um I'm, I'm glad you it seems like you made the right decisions i know you're in good hands with uh coach stromdahl we'll get in that a little later um yeah. So so those of you who may not know Michael was actually a three-star recruit as a quarterback coming out of high school um as I mentioned you did go to Stanford to play um but have obviously come back to the Atlanta area to play baseball so I got to know what what was really the you know the process of that decision and the deciding factor kind of kind of what went behind you deciding you know what let's put on let's put on the baseball cleats instead and and let's go back to Atlanta
1: yeah so i mean obviously there are tons of factors that went into the decision that i made but kind of the simple form of it is like after a year i kind of got to the point where it it just kind of hit me that like the two sport thing for four years just it probably wasn't realistic for me to attain the goals that i wanted to in each because like in high school you can balance it but in college with football your time to earn your spot is during the spring. And in baseball, your time to earn your spot is during the fall. And I was there for neither. I was playing football in the fall, baseball in the spring. And I was on football scholarship. So, like, that was my first priority. And just after, like, kind of going through the offseason and stuff, I kind of realized that, like, just the way the quarterback room was stacking up and being situated, there were some upperclassmen with eligibility ahead of me that were a little higher in the depth chart than me. And Playing baseball was hurting my chances of competing highly in football and vice versa. And I just kind of decided that it was time that I needed to make a change. And then when I got into the transfer portal, I was open to both sports, all options, best opportunity that was presented. And as I alluded to earlier, Georgia State offered me to play just baseball out of high school. And after a year of being in college, I kind of reached back out. And Coach Nico and I got to talking again and they were still willing to take a chance on me after just one year after graduating high school. So I thought that was the perfect opportunity. I was ready to play some baseball. So it's just kind of match made in heaven, I like to say.
0: Oh yeah. I love it, man. Yeah, Coach Nico's a good dude. Um that's 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 awesome to hear, man. Um I I feel like it probably had to have been, but obviously, was it Coach Stromdahl and Coach Nico that recruited you before? Oh
1: yeah, okay, absolutely. Okay. Well, okay. yes. In high school, it was, you know, maybe coach Martinez, coach Taylor, coach Shamdahl. Now some other coaches came through, but still the same thing, same thing applies. So
0: okay, yeah, cool. coach
1: Stromdahl the whole time.
0: Okay, cool. So I know that had to be, you know, a little comfortable for lack of a better term when you're going through the transfer process and you're like, all right, well, I at least know these guys I've at least, yeah, you know, developed sure. some sort of, you know, relationship with them. So that's, that's cool. That's cool. Um, so yeah, so you know, I I uh, I gotta ask. Uh, and this one, I feel like probably won't happen at this point, but I, I I am intrigued. So you're a redshirt freshman. You got plenty of eligibility left. Any chance the Panther family ever sees you go back to playing two sports and uh, uh, lacing up those shoulder pads and, and get on the gridiron for Coach Elliott? Is there any any chance we see Michael McGinnis back on the back on the gridiron? <laughs>
1: As of right now. No, you know, <laughs> probably not. I came here, I wanted to just, I came here to play baseball, but the one thing I've learned so far in my college experience is never said never to anything. So okay. right now i call it highly unlikely, but, you know, that's something only God knows. So I guess okay. we'll just see where this takes us.
0: I love it, man. I love it. Yeah, no, I've I've heard that uh, Coach Elliott tries to tries to get some of uh, Trumbull's guys every single year, man. He sees, <laughs> he sees those arms, he's like, I could use that. Right. Um. Yeah, that's that's funny, man. That's funny. Uh, I like your mentality, though. The never say never. You never know, man. We might end up, right. you know, having injury after injury, and it'd be like we gotta we gotta grab somebody. But hey, <laughs> in
1: case of an emergency, they should know who to call. We'll
0: put it that way. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. I love it. Um. So yeah, man. So as as I mentioned a little bit before, you're having a great start to the season. Mm-hmm. Um. You got two dingers so far. Six ribbies. And this is through eight games so I mean you know you you do the math you could end up having a pretty monster season if you keep this up especially um if you can even improve you know right um so explain how you've been so successful so far this season and if it really is anything to do with the coaching that you're getting from you know coach Nico coach Stromdahl any of the guys on the staff or is it just one of those you're just comfortable and you're just playing loose and it's just it's just it's just happening on the field man
1: yeah, no. I mean, I would one hundred percent credit it to the coaching that I'm getting. Uh Coach Lars, Coach Nico, the hitting coaches on the staff. And then just through all the data and video and everything that we have going on here, which is just one of the great things about our baseball program, I give that all the credit. And then another thing that I think's big is like we've been talking about, I just this is the first time I've ever just played baseball. And, you know, it I feel like I was able to grow exponentially when I didn't have to go to football practice and then go hit baseball. It's like, I've just been fully devoted to baseball for the last eight months. And I think that's made a ginormous difference for me. It's not having to balance two things. And then just to like all the time and effort and work that I was putting into just different fields, different things It's all to baseball. Now it's all to, you know, getting in the weight room or getting in the cages, working on my swing, watching video, working on my defense, all that stuff. So I think that's been huge for me. I think that I've just been able to grow so much as a baseball player through the coaching and everything that I've gotten so far since I got here in August, and then just playing baseball the whole time. It's been big for me. I love it.
0: Hell yeah, man. No, I mean, you know, not shocking at all that once you're able to focus on one sport, you start really yeah. excelling in it. You know what I mean? Right,
1: so, yeah, it helped.
0: Um, that's good to hear, man. And I, I, as a fan of the, the program, I honestly can't think, you know, more of coach Stromdahl. I've met him a couple of times at these like coaches dinners things. And dude is awesome. I love to have a beer with him, man. He's a, he's, he's a cool dude. He's a cool dude. Um, uh, But yeah. So, uh, you know, kind of going into our next question, this is something that I feel like our six and three record is showing and something you've kind of alluded to a little bit with the coaching and, and how well you're, you're playing yourself and, and others on the team. Um, but I got to admit on the outside looking in this, this team looks pretty special, man. Um, it, it feels special. It feels like you guys got some potential going on here. Um, do you guys feel the same within the the locker room? Um, and if so, what do you believe has made that be? And, and how can you guys keep that momentum going?
1: Yes. I mean, we I promise that we feel it. And, but I think, first of all, we have great older upperclassmen leadership on our team. We got some guys who have, Been there, done it, seen it all between we have Ryan Watson, Cam Jones, Luke Boynton, Duncan Lutz, Max Ryerson, just tons of guys that have been around who've played some big time baseball and that since day one, like we've had goals that we're trying to chase. Like there's been a very long time since the Georgia State baseball team was in the regional and then to give our coaching staff the credit, it's like we got here and on the first day they're like, this team's good enough to go to a regional. We haven't even been on a baseball field yet but we know that this team's good enough to go do those things. And then – so there's been belief since day one, and then now it's been great to get into the year and just – we got a good team and we got a chance to do some special things, but there's a long road to go and there's a lot of things we have to do to take care of those things, but we definitely believe it. We definitely feel it, and it's fun to show up to the park every single day knowing that we got a team that's very special and is capable of doing a lot of good things.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. No, I'm telling you, anybody who plays – Close enough attention to not only Georgia State, but college baseball in general knows this, this team is, is special. It's got some firepower. It's got some great pitching. Um, And, you know, the kind of second part of my question, I, I do want to ask. I know you weren't on the team last year, but for anybody that paid attention, it was kind of the same vibe this time last year as well, where, you know, we were high in the RPI rankings. We were getting close to almost even being ranked. We were we were destroying tech. You know, I was at that right. game. We, we you know, we're raking that game. And for whatever reason, uh, you know, things like this happen in sports. But it does feel like the momentum got kind of lost at the end of the season and, you know, sputtered out a little bit. Right. Not by no by no means, you know, calling calling the team out. But what what is what are you guys doing to make sure that that is not something that happens again this season?
1: Well, I think one thing for sure, and this is something that we addressed since the beginning because is that, I mean, you know, watching us play last year, we lived and died by the long ball. When we, Whenever we were hitting home runs, we won. And, like, I mean, Max Ryerson setting the program record. Griff hit over 15. Luke hit 12. Like, when we were hitting home runs, we were winning. But then it seemed like we had, like, a 10, two, three-week-long stretch where, like, just – the home run went away and all of a sudden we couldn't put up a bunch of runs anymore. We weren't winning. And I think, I mean, I know this year that we're way more well-rounded offense and that yes, we can still hit them out. And that's part of playing at the bus slot is that it's a good field to get the ball up in the air and let it ride. But we've also got some guys who we can get on the bases. We can go steal. We can manufacture runs, bunt, we can hit and run, do anything, just get guys over, get runs in. I think, That's something that's going to be big for us is when we go to a big park where it's a graveyard and our normal home runs are getting caught 10 feet in front of the fence. All of a sudden, instead of just being out of luck, we got some things that we can do to push a couple extra runs across, give our pitching a chance, help win some games, late in games where we're not just hitting home runs. So that's going to be big for us.
0: Hell yeah, man. I love it. I love it. I I felt I knew you guys would be prepared this year, and it, it sounds like you guys got got the got the eye on the prize this year. And I love it, man. I love right. it. Um, cool. So you know, you you kind of you know gave gave a little bit of segue the bus lot. Everybody who knows Georgia State baseball, bus lot boys. Oh yeah. Um, so I feel like you guys are close to deserving a new nickname uh, for this team. And I, I scoured the internet, man. I could not find anywhere where anybody has said this before. Maybe somebody has used this. So I don't know if I'm the first. But I don't. I got, I got to run it by you. How, how do you feel about bus lot bombers?
1: Oh, I really like that. I think that's fitting, especially with the salt roll and knock on wood. Hopefully we keep that going, but that could be a great nickname. I'd like to see that on a T-shirt near the end of the year.
0: Oh, yeah, man. I'll, I'll see what I can do, but bus lot yeah, bombers, that'd be man, awesome. I, I like it. I like it. For sure. Cool, 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 cool. Um. So, yeah, man, We'll uh. we'll get you out of here on this question. I know, as I mentioned a little earlier in the interview, you got a pretty crazy schedule right now. Um, but I, I feel like I've kind of expressed this throughout the interview, but out of all the sports played at Georgia state right now, I do personally feel like baseball has the brightest future, whether that's the actual on-field success or the future facilities and the, the field downtown that we're going to get. Um, so I do have to ask, did that have anything to do with your decision to come here? And what do you think the team can do to make sure the program stays progressing at this high rate?
1: Yeah, so. Georgia State baseball was something that I followed for a while because, like I said, you know, in my high school playing days, they'd offer me, so I kept up with them. I was interested in them and then made my decision to go to Sanford, but was just still – I knew some guys on the team was still invested and being able to watch the progress they've made over the last three or four years, it's definitely been something that's been worthy of keeping an eye on because we're definitely headed in the right direction. And then I think we've done a great job of – a, getting the right players, not necessarily just like the highest ranked or the, you know, what everybody thinks are these can't-miss guys, but getting the guys that fit what we want to do here at Georgia State. I think we've done an awesome job of that. Our coaches have recruited great guys, and then we have the right people on the staff developing them. So I think that kind of with that method, and then as some of the younger guys like myself, and we get older and we know what the standard is and what our goals are, and we become these senior leaders, I think that's just a really good recipe for us to – be able to sustain the success for a long time. And that's what we're looking to do.
0: Oh yeah, man. I love it. I love it. You know, I don't, uh, you kind of said it, find the right guys. I don't know what Max was rated when he came into Georgia state, but I, I, there's this one interaction on Twitter that I always love. I'm sure. You probably know at this point, Max is from Conway. That's where obviously coastal Carolina is located. He, uh, he went yard last year, I think against coastal and somebody on Twitter was like, why did we not get this guy? And then somebody commented, blowing, well, we didn't want him. Exactly, I just think it's hilarious, man. You know, we're finding guys that people maybe didn't want, other schools didn't want, and they're uh, they're finding a home here and finding a family and and going yard every single game. (laughs) Yeah, it's awesome, man. It's a it's a great time to be a Georgia State baseball fan, um, and I'm sure it's an even better time to be a Georgia State baseball player. Yes, sir. um, So, uh, thank you again, Michael, for coming on. Um, It was a huge honor to have you. Uh, Best of luck for the rest of the season. I will definitely be watching. Um and hopefully uh, I'm currently living in Jacksonville, Florida, but I should be in Atlanta here soon. So hopefully I can catch a game while I'm up there. But uh yeah, can't best wait, of be luck, awesome. man, and thank you again.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Thank you, man. Awesome.